Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to the COB from AusBiz. As we close out this uh, trading week, I am Gemma Acton. I'm joined by Scotty. A uh, bit of a lacklustre end to the week after what looked like such a promising morning on the ASX 200. Yeah, look, we jumped out of the box, didn't we? But uh, started a bit towards the close. And actually, we turned negative for a little bit, but uh, managed to go and crawl, uh, crawl higher into the, uh, the final price auction. So reasonable end, but we've got to say it's been a really strong week. No ASX 200, no back above that 6,000 point level. Uh, who saw this coming on Monday? It looked like it was going to be the uh, end of worlds. We saw massive rises of uh, coronavirus cases. Uh, all the bad news about Trump and the, uh, the politics side of things in the United States. Uh, and yet here we are, uh, almost 5% up for the week. Well, it's extraordinary. We've seen that bad news continue. We've seen the record daily high cases out of Florida just coming through in the last half hour or so. So um, the bad news continues unabated, and yet the markets um, have seen continued strength. Now, people are putting that down somewhat to a resurgence of positive economic data. Positive economic data. Uh, we've also seen uh, a whole bunch of uh, central bank support, obviously. Uh, but yeah, the, the data has been a big one this week, uh, along with uh, talk about a potential vaccine, which we won't get into. <laughs> we've heard that before. Well, that's every Friday, isn't it? Yeah, oh, no. Any, anytime there seems to be a bit of weakness, there seems to be a new, a new headline about a potential vaccine out there. But uh, look, certainly economic data has played a part. We saw overnight uh, US non-fund payrolls were released. Uh, it was a reasonable headline number. Uh, showing 4.8 million odd people found our work. Uh, sounds fantastic. I and mean, look, to be honest, it is. But you've got to go and put into context of what's happened in previous months. Payrolls are still down by almost 15 million from what they were in February. Um, so I wonder uh, about how much you can go and read into it. Is it really that optimistic, particularly in light of what you're saying about these uh, new virus cases and the like? Uh, you're starting to see economic reopening is stalling as well. So you put it all together, you see that jobless claims are really quite elevated too. Initial jobless claims are still running at double, double the level they were back at the peak of the GFC. Uh, so to say that uh, no, this is the start of the fabled V-shaped recovery from the labour market is probably a little bit optimistic at this point. I'd say what we saw in this June report was probably the best you're going to go and see in terms of job creation. And it's going to be a hard slog and it's going to be a long slog moving forward. I do wonder how many companies will be able to survive multiple waves or multiple pickups, uh, particularly when we do see uh, restrictions increase once again. We're seeing some pretty uh, distressing numbers about bankruptcies in the US. Chapter 11 filings increasing by more than a quarter in the first half of 2020 and commercial bankruptcies rising by 43% in June alone. I'm just not sure how many companies have the wherewithal to withstand a continued cycle of on, off, on, off working arrangements. Absolutely. And the one thing as well is that even if there's no uh, moving back towards putting restrictions in place, obviously we're seeing that in Melbourne, but it doesn't necessarily have to be everywhere. Uh, you're People would self-isolate themselves. Absolutely. People who have medical conditions, people who are concerned in general. Uh, so the more you see these cases spike, 
the more risk there is that that's going to take place. And I hate to say it as well, but I'm seeing more and more increased cases around other parts of the world. I was looking today in Tokyo, there's 120 cases. Now, Tokyo is a massive city. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to go and uh, beat this up to something that it's not. But 120 is still much larger than I've seen elsewhere. And we know that it grows exponentially when it gets loose. So uh, hopefully this doesn't take place. But that is clearly a risk that that can go and have a second wave or a third wave. And it will be, you know, obviously very difficult for the economy to come back from. Well, risks everywhere. And I'm going to use that as a pivot to our stock of the day, which is a different type of risk, gambling risk. But uh, points bet is our stock of the day. Uh, we heard from a couple of our analysts today their views. Let's start by hearing what Adam Dawes from Shore and Partners thinks about the stock. Been a fantastic story yeah. for a lot of people. And a couple of young Australian entrepreneurs. Yeah, they've done really well, and they look a lot of money on that spread betting side yeah. of things, which is which is you know been very very lucrative, but. It really shows how COVID and how um, using online services now is just exaggerated and it's just gone uh, absolute gangbusters for yeah. it. And PointsBet has just been a fantastic story. It's, it's, I think it's a good success story and I don't know if I'd buy it up here, be a little bit cautious, but yeah. um, look, if they can keep continuing to put those announcements out like that, yeah. that really just uh, underpins how, what a great company it is. We got on board quite early and got off quite early as well, <laughs> unfortunately. And uh, of course, during COVID, it just collapsed because it is yep. primarily basing itself and focusing itself in the US and yep. trying to tap into that very lucrative US sports betting market, which is just, is really it's just- It's fabulous, but there's no sport. Well, it's no sport, but it's also just opening up as well. It was previously uh, illegal in a lot of states. Yep. And now, of course, that's opening up and they're getting a lot of permissions in a lot of states to do it. And this, this deal today, first of its kind, I guess, um, but of course, they took a big pounding when there was no sports in the US. Yeah. Now, of course, things are returning to some sort of normality in the US, although it's a higgledy-piggledy. Uh, um, they've had a massive sentiment run. I'm not sure I'd be piling in here. Well, that was Henry Jennings from Marcus Today talking about PointsBet, a, share, a company which has seen a share price soar by over 130% over the last year. Certainly an interesting one to follow. We have um, the interview with um, both of those analysts on our website, which you should definitely check out to get a little more information on the company and uh, why those think it is a fantastic story, um, but possibly a bit rich at current valuation levels. But let's have a look ahead to what's on the other side of the weekend. And one thing that's obviously in the calendar is the Reserve Bank meeting. Anything to get excited about here, Scotty? Ah, can I get excited <laughs> about this RBA meeting? Uh, I've been excited about plenty in the past. Unfortunately, I don't think this occasion will be one. Uh, we've been talking a lot about uh, different shape recoveries in the, uh, in the economy. Uh, in terms of a market reaction to the RBA uh, decision next week, I think it might be a bit of a Z shape, uh, <laughs> a bit sleepy. I'm not sure the market's going to bat an eyelid to it. But well, what, I'm happy to be surprised. We hope to be surprised here at AusBiz. But uh, I can't really see them doing too much. We know uncertainty is still high. Things are looking okay. Uh, I really can't see them adding to that debate at this point. But more broadly, something to watch around that is clearly nobody's expecting another rate cut next week. But we have seen home lenders keep on pushing down rates. When we look at the, the pretty depressing credit growth statistics that have come out uh, earlier this week, um, we sort of all wonder whether this continual push towards lower rate is actually going to do anything to spur borrowing interest. Yeah, of course, demand has to go and, uh, and match that. And uh, while some, some people may be in a position to go and do that, people who are confident they'll keep their jobs and uh, you know, I've got a good credit uh, rating with the banks, uh, even, uh, even if people do want to go and borrow the money at this juncture, obviously there's so many risks out there uh, to earnings that uh, we know that some banks have gone and, and tightened their credit policy. So 
uh, both you know demand and supply it really you know you can go and try and shovel it out as much as possible but if people aren't allowed to or they're not willing to it's very difficult to, to go and boost that borrowing capacity well uh, it's going to be a very quiet couple of days over here um, in the markets given that we're heading into the independence day holiday in the united states uh, which is probably another reason we saw a bit of a uh, weekend to a positive start to the day in the US. Um, so that gives us a bit of time off to stop worrying about markets for a couple of days. Oh, who knows? We'll probably get, we'll probably get a headline or two over the weekend. Maybe a vaccine cure headline. <laughs> just just something different. Oh, no, exactly right. Well, we've got to keep ourselves light reading for the weekend. <laughs> well, um, we wish you a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for joining us on AusBiz during this week. And please don't forget to check out our app or our website for all of the interviews that you may have missed up on during the week. Have a great weekend. You too. Goodbye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.